Welcome to Volunteer Connection, the podcast for Girl Scout troop leaders. What's beautiful about Girl Scouts is that it takes girls outside of their comfort zones and encourages them to learn and grow and change the world. But Girl Scouts doesn't just do these great things for girls, it does the same things for the adults in the movement too. This podcast is to celebrate those amazing adults, to share lessons learned, advice, and best practices, and to tell their stories. Okay, this is going to be a very exciting special episode today. I am joined by some girls for the very first time on this podcast. Can you guys share your first name and your grade and your troop number for us? My name is Christina. I'm in troop four thirty-six. Uh, I'm in fifth grade. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm from troop four thirty-six. I am currently in fifth grade, and I am with the NC Coastal Pines Council. My name is Jada. I'm in fifth grade, and I'm in troop four thirty-six. That's awesome! I'm so excited to talk to you guys. So, most people all across the country right now are either just finishing up cookie season or they're right in the middle of it. So, we wanted to talk a little bit about cookies today. So, can you tell me a little bit about cookies? What, um, what flavor cookies do you have? Overall, I think we have eight or nine flavors. We have gluten-free, we have vegan, and we have all sorts of flavors from chocolate to peanut butter to caramel to coconut. We have all sorts of flavors, so there's a cookie for everybody. Well, listen to that sales pitch. That sounded <laughs> So your um, coconut one, is it called a caramel delight or is it called a Samoa? Down here, it's called a caramel delight, but we always have customers that call it a Samoa, so you got to learn your cookie language so you can translate. Yeah, good advice. <laughs> so, what is your, what are all of you, what is your favorite flavor and why? I like the new gluten-free one. That one's really good. It's a salted caramel chocolate chip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the pan and peanut butter patties because, because I like peanut butter and chocolate. My favorite is caramel delight because I like caramel. They're all delicious. I love those flavors. Good choices, guys. Tell me a little bit about your goals. How, what was your goal when you started out cookie season? Or if you had more than one goal, what kind of goals did you set and um, what were they? So in our troop, we have a stretch goal and a near goal. And then in the end, you compare it to your actual, like, how many you sold. So my near goal was 600. My stretch goal was 700. But then I actually ended up selling 721 boxes of cookies in total. Wow! My near goal was 1,200. My stretch goal was 1,500. And my, I, I actually sold 1,419. 1, oh my goodness! My near goal was 1,300. My stretch goal was 1,000. 
500, and my actual goal that I got to was 1,509. Do you girls know how incredible those numbers are? The top seller in my troop sold 500 cookies, and that was a record for our troop. That's the most any ever sold. So I just want you guys to know how incredible you are. How in the world did you sell that many cookies? You have to spread it out, and you have to make little goals. Like every week, you have to make a goal. Oh, I'm going to sell 50 boxes. Or you, over time, you definitely build up customers that come back every year. Um, what I do, I go on dog walks, and I go on walkabouts when I do it. <laughs> So what advice do you have for girls if they're selling like um, 250 or 200 boxes and they want to sell a few more next year, what are your, your tips or your suggestions? Well, definitely make your customers aware of your goal because then they're more likely to buy a bigger amount of boxes because they feel like they're contributing even just a little bit more, even if it's just one more box. Uh. So if they buy four boxes, you can say five for 20. I decided that I was going to step back on the walkabout and I was going to pick up on more booths and just try a little bit harder on the booths and pack myself up with booths. So I decided that I would ask my mom every weekend if we could go on a walkabout. I decided to do more booths so I could sell more cookies. <laughs> What kind of stores are the best stores to do booths in front of? Where do you sell the most? Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. Always. Definitely. How many, how long is your booth? How many hours are you at a booth? Do you know? Three, Three hours. hours. <laughs> but it depends if you're like double booking the booth and like you work the first three hours and then you can work the second booth, which is just another three hours at the same booth. Six hours is a long time to booth. Does that feel like too much or does it feel good or how do you feel about it? It feels good and if it's a good booth and you feel really good at the end and you're with your friends and it's when you say six hours it seems like a really long time but it passes by when you're with your friends and you're actually getting to do something. How many girls do you think is the perfect amount of girls to have at a booth at the same time? I'd say two. 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 Yeah. And why two? Because then it would be like, then you don't have to split it up for so many girls and then other girls are getting a certain amount and you can go to different booths, like different girls can go to different booths and you'll have, you'll get more customers. I think it's also easier because you don't have to break up the work as easy. So like if you have one customer, one person deals with like getting their cookies and then the other person like transfers the money and it's just easier because too many hands can cause a little commotion and it's not that fun once it gets to be too many people. What's your favorite thing about selling cookies? I like booths because like the troop all comes together and they do it together and it sort of becomes like a competition like ooh, I'm going to sell this many boxes this weekend and then the other person's like well I'm going to sell like five more boxes and it's really fun to like compete and see who like sells the most and you all come back with like funny stories in the end. My favorite thing is after the end we get to use our dress about money and go to cool places. I like that we go on walkabouts. In the beginning, we go on a troop walkabout, 
and it's fine because you're you're all together just going on a walk all together and you have fun together what um, you guys know how many you sold as a whole troop five thousand seven hundred and twenty two wow that's so great how many girls total are in your troop nine nine we gained, what was it, two over the cookie season. So we had two girls pick up, and they still did their part, and they managed to sell a couple of boxes. When two new girls joined in the middle of cookie season, how did you get them up to speed? Because you have sold cookies before, and you probably had some troop meetings where you prepared and practiced, right? So how did you get your new troop mates um, ready to sell before the end of the season? We sat down and just talked to each other, and they'd be like, oh, so, like, what are the flavors? And you just got to, like, prep them because you got to learn the flavors, the prices. And the biggest part is you have to know your multiples of four. That's the biggest thing. Uh, well, to get them up to a certain amount, you had to give them a couple boosts to help them get higher, and then they would get up to speed with you. I didn't know much. He was a little shy at first, and I understand that, but uh, I had to tell her to speak up and try to ask people since most of the time I was asking, and soon she started to speak up after I encouraged her. That's kind of how I was when I first started. <laughs> yeah. And then I think I had like the, my second booth with Bella, and she was a little, little shy at first, but once you get used to it, and you're used to meeting new people and the customers and transferring money, it just becomes so much easier. What kind of fun stuff um, do you guys do with, our do with your money? Yeah. Uh, this year, we're going to sleep under the... Uh, Ripley's, um, no, starts in the birthplace. We're going to, um, the birthplace in Savannah, Georgia, and then we're going to come back and sleep with the sharks. What made you decide to go there? We, as a troop, had never been there, and it's just a big, important part of Girl Scouts that's never going to leave Girl Scouts, and it's not like a camp that could shut down at any minute. It's something that will always be there, and you can't stop it from being a part of Girl Scout history. How about swimming with the sharks, or I mean, sleeping with the sharks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe in a future year. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you choose to do that sleepover? I think that it's because... Well, we've gone there all, uh, and we wanted to just ha have somewhere to sleep overnight since last time we didn't get to. So we decided on the aquarium because that's just cool. <laughs> that is cool. So what stuff did you do in the past with your cookie money? Like, what did you do this past year? Camping. Yeah, we, we use the cookie money to pay for some girls to go to stuff at Camp Uri. And I think one year, my troop, like, that's what we just paid for. We paid for Camp Uri and then an extra, like, mom and me camp. And we've never done really something like this before where you go and you, it's like a sleepover. It's like a big troop sleepover. Have you guys started planning your trip at all? Or just an idea right now? 
it's just like set in place right now that's all we just know we want to do that we don't have a date or anything but we just know that we want to do that so what kinds of things when you come up with a goal like that how do you translate that goal into a number of boxes um thanks to our wonderful troop leader she <laughs> she went home and she crunched all the numbers and she came back she's like if you got if you sell this amount of boxes and do this and this and this and this operation cookie job and we'll drive here and this and that and gas um she came and she's like each person can sell 700 boxes and we can do it <laughs> so did you hit that number um, yes, yeah, we went over. We went over it. Yay, that's awesome. Okay, so, so what kinds of things do you think, when your troop leader went home and did the calculations, do you think she had to think of to plan a trip? Like, what, what do we spend money on if we're going to take a trip? Uh, we definitely thought about gas and, uh, like, you have to pay for admission and... Just the little stuff to add up and food and stuff like that. But not all that money is going to go to that. 4% um, is going to go to family partnership. 4% is going to go to help the homeless. And 2% is going to go to helping shelter pets. What do those other goals that you mentioned, what does that mean? Because I don't know what family partnership means. And I Family partnership is where you put towards money and it pays for girls that can't afford for a uniform. It pays for them to have a uniform and it pays for them to go to camporee and it pays for them for stuff that you have to pay for that's in Girl Scouts that you really can't miss. So it pays for their uniform, it pays for their patches and badges, it pays for camp and it really just grows the Girl Scout community and makes us all closer to know that even just your change is helping other girls like you get to experience this. Okay, so one of the other things you mentioned I know was helping shelter pets. So tell me more about that. Is that something you guys have done before or how'd you come up with that idea? Um, a lot of girls in our troop enjoy animals, but I'm actually working on my bronze award and I wanted to incorporate pets and shelter pets and the local humane society. So what was the third one? Because you said family partnerships and homelessness. Help the homeless, yeah. Okay, tell me about that. Well, that's what some of us did for our bronze award. Um, so we decided that we would help the homeless people. We gave people, uh, so we collected things like um, clothes, uh, food, food uh, just things that people would need, and we gave them to places like the rescue mission. Uh, in places like that downtown that you could help people. Like Good Shepherd. Good Shepherd, yeah. So what made you choose these for your Bronze Award ideas? They're definitely around some certain areas where we live. You definitely see some people that could use a little help and it's just sad to see them. So it always makes your heart happy when you know that you can help people like that. How did you choose to do your bronze around animals? Um, I 
love animals, but I also love photography. So I decided that I was going to help our local humane society by taking photos for them and creating a social media page and hope to get some adopted and encourage people to adopt and not shop. And people that use social media, that age group is more likely to buy a pet instead of adopt one. So I really wanted to go for that age group. Okay, so let's go back to cookies. What's the hardest part of selling cookies? Um, oh. I, I don't really know. There's not many hard things. It's not really complicated. You just have to, whenever you're not meeting your goal, you just have to breathe and say, oh, there's still a month left. And you just have to realize it's not that important. It's really for fun and for the experience. I don't really have a hard part with trying to sell Girl Scout cookies. I just try to have fun. Do you guys know the five skills? Do you know that on the sides of the box? I think it's money management, um, customer communication. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so you're right. So one is definitely money management. So do you guys feel like you are gaining skills about money, managing money when you do cookies? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How do you think you're learning about managing money? Well, one thing is that you need to uh, count your money like a couple times that when you're giving it back change because you might give too much, you might get too, too little, little, and people won't, some people just won't tell you if you give them too much change and then you'll figure out you're missing money. Yeah. One time we gave a nice lady like an extra dollar and she had, we were doing a walk that and she had her kid with her and we accidentally gave her a dollar too many and she ran out of her house with her kid in her hand and gave us back the money. And you always got to hope that there's people out there like that. And we looked at her daughter and we were like, you would be a good Girl Scout. <laughs> but you have to know that there are, that people aren't always like that. You have to, you have to be cautious with the, with the money. Yeah, sure. How about, um, you guys talked about knowing uh, multiples of four and have to make change. And then, of course, planning your ideas, planning your trip and stuff, that's managing money too, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So then another one that you kind of mentioned is people skills. Do you think you're learning people skills? Yes. yes. <laughs> you have to learn how to communicate people, and you have to learn, oh, like you're buying three boxes, buy two more, and you get like a certificate to try, you get to enter to have a lifetime no, a year's worth of Girl Scout cookies. You always have to use those business skills and transfer them into people skills and you have to make small talk. And even if they say, oh, I'm on a diet or oh, I don't want cookies, you say, we like to support our military. And people are definitely intrigued with that because even if they're not supporting our troop, they support the military and they really enjoy that. Do you think practicing people skills when you sell cookies helps you with people skills when you're not selling cookies? Like, do you think that makes it easier to give presentations at school or to talk to yeah. people you don't know at school or, in, you know, a new kid in your class or something like that? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Even if it's not Girl Scout, even if it's not cookie selling, even just 
meeting new girls in your troop and going to different Girl Scout events. And that even helps just like school. And it's just not cookie selling. It's also just being in Girl Scouts that helps with money skills, money management, social skills. And when you're selling cookies, it's always better when you look somebody in the, straight in the face or you make eye contact. It's nicer when you smile and stuff like that. And so that's something that you have to practice, right? Yes, a lot. Okay, so another one is decision making. Do you think you guys um, get practice making decisions when you're in cookies? Yeah. Yes. What kind of decisions do you make? Some people that are like, oh, I don't have cash on me. And then you say, oh, we take credit, credit cards. debit cards. But then some people, if they're just having a bad day and they say, no, I don't have any money on you. You definitely have to decide, oh, do you want to bother them and say, oh, we take credit. Or do you just want to let them have their day? Yeah, and if you don't feel like comfortable when you're going on a walkabout and you see a house that you just don't feel like you want to go to because it, it doesn't make you comfortable. You have to, you have to trust what your gut tell, tells you because that's what my mom told me. Just try to have fun while trying to sell Girl Scout cookies. Mm -hmm. We decided where we're going to go with our cookie money. Mm -hmm. We decided our goals. Yeah. Unless you picked a unreasonable one. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we make, well, so there's kind of two goals that are two skills that we're talking about now. One is decision making and also one is goal setting. That's another one. Making, when it comes to making decisions, um, sometimes we make good decisions in life. Sometimes we make not great decisions in life. So part of why decision making in the cookie program is so important is because you learn about that, right? So what happens if you set an unreasonable goal? You're going to get stuck with a bunch of cookies and it's a week before cookie ends and you're stuck with like two cases of cookies and don't know what to do with them. If, if you do make an unreasonable goal, then troop leader, she would, she would help and say other people have higher goals and it makes you feel like that you aren't good enough to do that, so then you're like, I want to try to sell as many of them, and you pick one that they have, even though you know you can't do that. The troop leader would say, let's pick a more reasonable goal because you only sold this many last year. Yeah, so maybe one thing that you learn about decision-making is that if you try to make a decision that's necessarily going to have the best consequences, that you might need to ask for help. But... Another thing that you learn in Girl Scouts, right, is that it's okay to ask for help and who people are that you can rely on when you need help, like your troop leader, right? Definitely. Mm -hmm. So how about, I know another decision you guys talked about making is when you decided you wanted to sell more this year than last year, you had to make decisions about what you were going to make that happen, right? Yeah. So for goal setting, which is another one, we already talked about what kind of goals you guys picked, but how did you pick your goals? Um, you decide I, as a group. Uh, as a group? Uh, <laughs> Should I tell the story? <laughs> what? Should I tell the story? So what happened was our troop leader went and crunched the numbers, and she's like, if each girl sells 700 boxes, then we can meet our goal and go on this trip. 
And so as we were making our signs for our cookie booth, um, my friend and I, we decided, oh, there's currently eight girls in our troop. If everybody sells 700, then that would be 5,600 cookies. And so that's what we wrote on all of our signs. And our troop leader was like, where did we get that goal from? Not just how we got our goal. As a group, how did you agree on where you wanted to go? We all knew that we wanted to go to um, the birthplace. That was just something that we all wanted to do. Yeah, we all wanted to do and it was very important. But then some people wanted to do something more with animals, so we decided we were going to go to the aquarium. So we, we multitasked. We, <laughs> yeah. We did five-finger oh, yeah, five voting. <laughs> That's how we figure out how we're going to go with our Girl Scout money. What's five-finger voting? Can you explain? So, uh, <laughs> so you use your fingers. Five means that I really, really want to do this. Four means that, sure, I'll go ahead and do it. Three means that I, I really don't. Uh, two means... Three means like okay, but I rather not. Yeah. Okay. Two means you disagree, and one is please don't make me do this. I'd rather do homework. Yeah, I'd rather do homework. Wow, that's a good measurement. <laughs> what happens if somebody votes um, with only one finger? Does that mean that that's automatically off the table, or is no. it? No, we it's talk still to them, and we end up compromising. Just like some people want to do something with animals, and some people want to go to the birthplace, and so we compromise. And we said, "Oh, if we all sell a certain amount of cookies, we can compromise and do both." How did you come up with your individual goals? I based mine off of my previous how many I had sold previously in my years. Like, like Laura, I decided since I sold that many last year. Uh, I decided that I would go up a couple hundred boxes since I know I can do that. Well, I wanted, what was that, 1,500. And it just seemed like a fun stretch goal. What was that 1,500? Tell me more about that. That's a great way. <laughs> I think it's a hammock. It's the digital camera. Yeah. And I wanted that. <laughs> but I didn't get it. I just decided that I wanted to go for something bigger than what I did last year. Okay, so the last skill of the five skills is business uh, business ethics. <laughs> okay, so what do you do? You guys know what that means? Business ethics. No. Skills. Yeah. So do you know what ethics is? No. <laughs> okay, that's okay. So that's. Um, do you know what morals are? Yeah. 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 So it's like, what do you value? What's important? What's the right way to do things, right? Like, you have a choice. You can do things the right way or the wrong way, and you choose to do things the right way. And what the right way is, is whatever your personal morals are. So you decide this is what's important to me. It's important to me to be honest and fair, and all those other things, like in the Girl Scout Promise and the Girl Scout Law, right? And when we choose to live our life this way, then we're living with ethics. And so business ethics is specifically about when we are doing the right thing business. So um, like the customer who chose to come after you and tell you that she had, you gave her back 
dollar, she had really good business ethics because she could have chosen to do the wrong thing and keep the extra dollar, but she wanted to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think that you get to practice um, making, doing the right thing and making good decisions for your business? Definitely, because you could always like not give someone the right amount of change and keep a little extra for yourself. And when people go up to a cookie booth and ask for cookies from 10, 11, possibly six-year-old girls, they don't expect for them to scam <laughs> them to buy cookies. So you always have to think about how you want to represent yourself, your troop, and even Girl Scouts in general. That is a really, really good answer. Yes, that's exactly right. What do you think your um – learning about with business ethics that you might be able to practice when you're grown up and you have a job in, you know, a company? If you're working in cashier and you're like 16 or so, you definitely know how much change to give them and you know how to take orders quickly because some of those people, they're like, oh, I'm thin, camera light, peanut butter patty, peanut butter sandwich, now. And you're like, uh, what was that? <laughs> Uh, you definitely have to act very grown and mature. My mom's a co-leader, so I sit through all the meetings and the training, and they even have to talk to the adults. Like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Don't leave, like, the money on the table. Like, uh, if you have extra cookies, don't just throw them aside, like, put them under the table. And... It's definitely a lot of maturity, and you have to look like if you're going to work. And you have to act like you're at a job, or you have to act like it's serious, even if you don't think it's serious, because in the end, it is serious. You're dealing with money, you're dealing with um, sales, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with um, the way you look. Of other people. Oh, that is great. So why do you think it's important for Girl Scouts to sell cookies? It's a way for kids our age and especially girls to get into the business area without having a job or a lot of stress. And it's a way for them to handle money and handle products and handle customers without all the stress of a real job. You guys love selling cookies? I yes. Love that. It's fun. It's the best time of the year because all the girls in the trip see each other more because you're probably at the booth with them that weekend. And then you have, like, the meeting twice a month. And everybody gets to hang out more and see each other a lot more. And there's definitely a sigh of relief at the end. And there's a couple parties at the end and a celebration. But it's not like you dread it. It's really fun. I like it. I think it's fun because you get to hang out with your friends and have fun while selling Girl Scout cookies. I like it because technically what Jada said, I like to hang out with all of them. I like to be able to sell things to get out there and to know that you, I'm going to hit my goal. It's like having a business but with your best friends. Do you think um, having goals mean makes you sell more? Do you think Definitely. you're – sell if you have a goal yeah. yes because you're what you're what it's making you do when you have a goal if you didn't have a goal then you wouldn't be encouraged to reach a certain amount 
But since you have a goal, then you just want to get to that amount you want to be. It's like encouraging you to get to that point. Yeah, that's a really hard skill for people, especially for kids, but for people, no matter how old you are, to learn. So do you set goals in other parts of your life now that you're a pro from selling cookies? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What kind of goals do you set in your life outside of cookies? Uh, like, I like, I like to go walking. So my brother will like hop on his bike and we'll go for a walk and I have a goal of like a certain amount of steps. New Year's goals. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's good. What kind of New Year's goals? Uh, if you really want to do something, then you would, you would try to do things to work up to get to that. I wanted to go to singing, to a singing, uh, where how to, how to act and how to sing better. I'm on my school's battle of the books team, and I have to read like two books a month, or even like a book a week to keep ahead and keep on track. Um, for my class, at my school, we do this thing called reading quiz, where you have to read a certain amount of, you have to read, a, you have to read books to get to a certain amount of points. And you have to do activities also, so then you have to, since you don't have the whole school year to do it, you have to, you have to try to do things in order, like, read one book in a certain amount of time, and then you read another, and you read, you could read, like, for a certain amount of hours for a night. So isn't it funny how even though selling these doesn't seem like it has anything to do with reading club, but you're actually using the same skill, right? because you're setting a goal for yourself and then you're breaking it down and you're checking in with yourself to see how you're doing. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else did you guys have? Did, is there anything else you wanted to share? Um, Operation Cookie Chop. Okay. I think not that. enough people know about it and it's definitely something that you want to spread the word and it's something that's really important and it's just the little things that add up because you can send a lot of cookies, even if you just drop your change in. Um, for people that don't know, you definitely want to get the word out, like, hey, if you just drop your change in here, we can buy cookies from monetary overseas, and they can enjoy cookies. One thing that you need to, you would want to do is, on a big piece of, like, cardboard, you'd want to write down your goal, so then your, your true goal, so then people know what your goal is, and if it's really big, they're going to probably be like, oh, I want to help them get to their goal. I'm going to buy a lot of cookies. And you also might want to have, like, an Operation Cookie Drop that says that on on whatever you have it in uh, so that people know where to put it. What do you guys feel at the end of a booth when you get to see how much money people donated? And let's say, like, people donated a lot. How does that make you feel? It makes Good. It it makes like me one time, one time we had like $47 worth of Operation Cookie Job. And yeah. at the end of the booth, is always so much fun to like see how much and then see how many boxes it adds up to. So 44 boxes would be about 11 boxes. And so it's just really encouraging to know that Operation Cookie Job is going to your goal, even though you didn't, they didn't buy cookies. But it's also nice to know that 
Your military is going to get some cookies. A neighbor of mine, um, he was stationed overseas, and they would always get, like, pallets and pallets and pallets of Thin Mints, and they would just love it, and it would be the best thing ever. Yeah, I I like to count the money because I – I'm thinking that those people are so generous to just give us the, their extra money because just because they want to support the Girl Scouts. And how do you feel when you hit your goal? Very exciting. Amazing. <laughs> you feel like you just accomplished something that was so big to you. Feels like you're floating. <laughs> I feel good. It makes me proud of that I've sold that many. You should be proud. It's amazing. Do you think that um, every girl should be a Girl Scout? Well, that matters which the girl likes. If they, if they don't like to do, if they don't like to go outside and have adventures, and then <laughs> if you're just a gaming type or you just play games, then you're not probably going to want to do Girl Scouts. So it's, it's not really matter. everyone, but like there's definitely something for everybody. Even if you don't, oh, like we're going to go horseback riding and let's say if you don't like horseback riding then there's stuff like there's so many things there's stuff for everybody there's art there's first aid there's photography there's horseback riding there's camping you can do anything as a girl scout yeah so what kind of girls would like girl scouts the girls that like to hang out with other girls that like to make new friends the girls that are true to who they are and are weird and wacky and aren't afraid to show that weird and wacky side of themselves and the people that want to go on adventures and make new friends and go on adventures with your friends and you want to meet other weird and wacky people uh I would say girls who want to be outside, have fun, and spend time with other girls to just meet new people. Um, people who like to try new things that they might, but they, that they might not like, but try anyways, and they end up liking it. Has that happened to you? Did you try something in Girl Scouts that you didn't think you were gonna like, but then you did? Yeah. Like what? Like some Girl Scout cookies when I had to talk to them. Thank you for taking some time on a Sunday to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. That's all for today's episode. We want to tell your story too. If you or someone you know is interested in being on the podcast, check us out at www.girlscoutpodcast.com. We want to hear from you. This podcast is not affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. It is completely run by volunteers and girls. Follow us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.girlscoutpodcast.com.